Welcome to the Didi and Latal Show. Advice, thoughts, and stories from a married couple on cybersecurity, technology, and life in general. Now here are your hosts, Didi and Latal. Hello and welcome to the Didi and Lital Show. I'm Lital and Didi's here. How's it going? I am depressed. In case, it, it first... When they lost game six, I said, yeah, they're, they're losing. They, game. the Bruins. They, the Bruins. Who cares about anybody else in this town? It's the already pa- the- two weeks, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Shiva is seven days. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> He's doing his second Shiva now. Exactly. <laughs> so the, the, that, that, was a, that, that was painful. It was not as bad as 2019 with that game seven loss. But I, I put that last goal up there with... The helmet catch. That and the helmet catch are, are, are like the worst. How is ev- the Celtics doing? Who cares about them? They're a bunch of whiny <laughs> losers. They, 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 they're, they're playing a team that they should have beaten outright, and they're playing a Game 7 tomorrow, I think. So there is a Game 7. There is a Game 7. So but we might see the same problem. So the league is trying as hard as it, they can to get a Celtics versus Lakers series. A Celtics versus Lakers series. It's a lot of money. It's it's global money. It's forget the, the just the U.S. money. Forget that the fact that the, 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 those are huge markets. Everybody in the world is going to tune in for Celtics versus Lakers. True. Even my mother knows Celtics versus Lakers. Yeah, because she's a boomer and she's been around for like the old exactly Celtic versus Lakers. Everybody knows Celtics what, versus the eighties. Everybody, everybody that but has we, we've a, been kids. Yes, we, we all remember the the Magic versus Larry Bird series. Everybody remembers that. So, so. C- Celtics versus Lakers, and of course LeBron will win. It's, and it's, we talked about the impact on the local Boston economy yes. that the Bruins are not getting to the Stanley Cup yes. playoffs, right? Exactly. It's, it's the, bad, right? Bars re- were waiting to celebrate here. Yes. A lot of bars were waiting to celebrate here. Yeah. It's now all they have is Fenway. Yep. Which now, which, uh, which they're actually doing a good job. I was talking to guys from MLB and I was saying that the, but the pitch clock and killing the shift, basically brought back baseball as a baseball game versus a home run kind of der- a home run derby that takes forever. Okay. Let's but talk about this is the topic a, this, of today. Actually, those two things relate, the Bruins and MLB making a change, are related to the topic of the day. We want to talk about pivots. Pivoting. Pivoting. The things that make you popular, not necessarily the thing that will keep you popular. The things that get you to a certain place are not necessarily the things that will get you to the next place. Things that got you your Series A investment doesn't mean that you actually found Market Product fit. Product market fit. Product yeah. market fit. I, I don't like the verbiage. It means that you, you find something, but not necessarily the something thing. Something that people will actually pay exactly. for. Exactly. And there's, uh, for people that don't know what I'm talking about, I'll give real world examples and then a little bit of technological examples, both from our companies, and then we can start talking about this. So first and foremost, <laughs> when we talk about the Bruins, the thing that got them to the playoffs with this amazing series is amazing defense and amazing goaltending. They got neither of them in that series and they needed to learn to shift, to change, to do something. 
the Barry Bonds era of baseball with the massive home runs, that kind of got baseball to have real viewership because they had these massive athletes. Even our local Big Poppy, these guys were amazing at those home runs, but it couldn't continue to do the money ball, get the home runs, not the, the, the actual play, to continue having viewership. And viewership just went like... And now that they're playing back a game that's close to how the kids play, you get viewership back because people are daring to make a change to something that worked really, really well to get people to a certain place. Now, in tech companies, my favorite company to pick on is our favorite product, Peloton. The thing that made them very, very popular is being popular through COVID and with the middle-aged suburban mom. She uses an iPhone. She works out at a certain time of day. There is the community. She can afford an expensive bike. She can, expo- can afford an expensive bike. She ha- the classes are in her time of day. But if they wanted to have a bigger market, they needed to pivot to be a media company. They did. They actually are having like a comeback. Slow. Yes, slow. But uh, they shifted. And the, now they see themselves as... digital they, content platform and it's all about the classes and not necessarily the device so that that of, is true they move to that Th- they, they say have kind of a vision of maybe opening it up and being available on any device obviously they need to redevelop but closer to the mic we are closer to the mic <laughs> so you can hear me I'm, I'm very supportive of that I think that if anything um, we both love peloton for the content first and foremost yes they have you amazing amazing device like we we love the hardware but in our world hardware is not necessarily how you win hardware exactly. is is like ubiquitous people want to choose their own hardware people This are traveling again and want to exercise on and get their metrics done wherever outdoors indoors in a gym that has crappy bikes still you want to do it and it's all about the content so peloton keep on doing uh what you're good at and focus on developing the app the right metrics so great content so this is an interesting thing that you're raising really interesting because the ceo understands the idea that we need to pivot yeah but one of the hardest things at least from my experience when you pivot Is there's like this thing in in the army that you say, "Oh, charge ahead, and then you you charge and you're alone and nobody's you're, behind you because uh, they didn't realize you you're charging yeah and and that, I think that's the biggest topic we should discuss today because we've been through pivots in our companies, we led some of those pivots, yes, uh we were maybe the reason the company pivot or kind of like the realization that needs no to no pivot. big no big egos attached of course no no, 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 no. Uh, but but th- that's probably the biggest challenge that I've seen that you know leadership says we need to pivot the market is very clear moving somewhere but you know what everyone in your team is Even if you told them, even if they think, okay, yes, we talked about a pivot, they don't actually come with you and do the turn. Agreed. So, Agreed. May, maybe we talk a little bit about pivots that we've been through. Yep. And, and we can talk about why do people don't follow and what we need to do to help them follow. So I'll, I'll say a little bit of our little pivot uh, in uh, ORT. 
So we started off as a zero trust company. Whatever uh, that means. Th- th- there's no good definition of what that means. And I'm not a big believer in, in saying zero trust for the sake of zero trust. Microsoft, uh, Microsoft, Google published a paper called Beyond Corp that said, treat your external employees and your internal employees the same way. Make sure that everything is through a permission. And everybody said, yeah, this is a great idea. This is zero trust. Let's jump on that. And everybody's reinventing their old technologies under the same branding. Mm-hmm. So VPNs now are zero trust. Everything uh, is zero, zero trust. trust. But what we wanted to do was something I truly believed in, which was a better way to create network segmentation and network isolation for that is based on permissions. So you come in and you get like a pipeline in your network that just focuses on you and what you're supposed to be able to do. Doron and I built a couple of prototypes of this in Cisco. And Matt was building this outside. And we were sure that this is the big, big thing. And when you talk to people, everybody says, yes, we need exactly that. But then you, you see when you start putting, we basically put two fake ORT products. One was the identity product that we currently have in front of people. And the other one was the Zero Trust. And people said, with the Zero Trust product, uh, we'll do a POC in like nine months, ten months. And it's a scientific project. No, no, no. It's more of a, you, 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 don't, you don't trust a seven-person company or a ten-person company to move all your packets through the organization. You trust a Zscaler that has a mountain of developers. Okay. People, and people are not willing to put all their eggs in that basket. They're, putting to, they're willing to put it into... Uh, I would say... It's not the case. And the case was the pain is not big enough. No, uh, I, I think the and, pain... And the, the identity pain that was the second option of the MVP that you tested is big I think it, I think sticky. It, I think it's more of a risk thing. But regardless, we should... Regardless, people chose. People chose. And when the, the public has voted, you need to shift. The resistance that we had, Matt and I, and we had to deal with, was initially the engineers. It was v- so I I brought my team with me, and they were on board. But some of the people that built the original product were very, very reluctant and resistant because they built already something. Exactly, that's they were hired to build this. Exactly. So people attached to what you did. So exactly. Well. And if we go back to our Peloton example, you could s- still clearly see that they're building stuff on on Apple a lot faster than they're building on Android. And somebody that built on both of these platforms, building an Android is a lot faster and easier. So that means that you've n- never invested in the right teams to do the right direction. Maybe they invest, but still, as you said, yeah. the, you know that the heritage is doing that. Apple, and, yeah. and that's the way they do it. So even if you add more engineers, that's still they have the motion of going, which yes. is... And at, there's multiple ways of dealing with this. I've seen people do this with a softer hand. I've seen people do this with a harder hand. I can tell you that there is a magic bullet. My perception is to have a hard conversation. Thank you, Yotam. Yotam basically took me to the side way back when, before he came, before he left and then came back and said, listen, this is your engineering team. You basically dictate their direction. Tell them to shit or get off the pot. And he said, hey, we can part on a friendly way, but this is where we're going and have a hard conversation. He says, you're not the, the gentle hand type. Just have the hard conversation. And I had the hard conversation. Some people chose to embrace the change and some people decided that they want to leave. 
at some point in time, we also needed to reshuffle based on skill sets because building stuff for a cloud-based solution doesn't necessarily mean the same thing. So that's another thing that sometimes as a leadership team you need to be able to understand and embrace is that if the team is not geared toward success, you need to be able to make a change, even if it's a painful change. The D.D. and Latal Show will return in a moment. The D.D. and Latal Show is sponsored by ORT. In today's world, identities are the perimeter protecting the organization and are the most exploited vector by attackers. If your security teams are struggling to maintain control of identity management tools, ORT can help. ORT offers a centralized platform for discovering, monitoring, assessing, and remediating identity threats to your business. While most security platforms can take weeks or months to start identifying and remediating risks, with ORT, your security teams can get started in as little as 30 minutes and start securing the identity perimeter immediately. ORT will surface the most critical vulnerabilities and give your security teams the recommended action steps. Start your trial today at ORT.io. That's O-O-R-T dot I-O. The DD and Latal Show is sponsored by Hunters. Hunters is a SaaS platform purpose-built for security operation teams. Providing unlimited data ingestion and normalization at a predictable cost, Hunters helps SOC teams mitigate real threats faster and more reliably than SIM. Visit Hunters.ai to learn more. I'll give a metaphor, which I really believe in, from the Torah, the Bible. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Hebrew people were walking for 40 years in the desert from getting out of Egypt, walking to Israel. And some say this way doesn't take 40 years to walk. No, it takes seven days, so, give or take. So why? And the reason is a generation had to shift to a new generation Everyone had to die, whomever grew in as Egypt, a slave. as a slave, to become free and have the rights to be in the Holy Land. And I see it as a metaphor. If you're shifting, there is this luggage, this baggage that you're carrying from the old things. And if you're not willing to let go, unfortunately, you have to move on. with. Even if you have the best talent, if the talent doesn't... Ad- adapt and realize whatever we've done, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. You need to shift and have a new generation. So I always think about it. I talk about it. I think part of the life cycle of startups that go through, most of them go through several mini pivots and sometimes big pivots, is to realize that sometimes every six months, the company is almost a completely new company. And sometimes it means that emotionally, people that cannot move on need to move yep. on to a different place. Uh, it's the unfortunate thing. And some people easier on that. And, and sometimes it's just expectation setting. So when I'm, I'm getting into a startup and like everyone I'm hiring into my team, I am setting the expectations that, hey, I'm hiring you for a specific role, but, you know, probably within six months, at least 60% of it will shift because things move and things change. So if this is not okay, it's probably not 
the best place for you. We are yep. not here for stability. It's a place that you need to adapt, be ready to learn a lot, move fast, break things, but also realize that some of the work that you will be doing may not be used, may not be a good fit anymore, may become redundant really, really fast. We're doing campaigns and then we realize this is not working and we scrape it and do something else. If you're not okay with it, it's probably not the right place for you. You can go, I used to work at P&G where campaigns planned ahead 24 months in advance and then they executed. I don't know, maybe things change and maybe that's that. Not as rigor as they used to be. I'm sure they are because where you're planning a TV campaign for multiple countries worldwide and then you do the local adaptations and stuff. You have to. It takes two years to do. In a startup, two years is, 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 for, is, is for, it, forever. It, it's basically, we don't know what will happen in two years. We don't know what's a story and messaging. So, yes, we, we hardly know what will happen in two months. Like, yep. we're living the, in the moment. I do want to tell similar story, very similar. So, when I came into Hunters, the story was we're an XDR, Extended Detection, Detection and Response. That was the hot topic in 2021. It looked like very much like zero trust. It was everybody wanted to be an XDR, and that meant that very fast it meant Nothing to no one. Everybody got confused and we spent more time fighting with customers, explaining to them what we think it is than just selling. And we led the shift and a change and we are basically a SIM alternative. SIM is a very traditional, everybody understands what it is. It's a traditional tool in cybersecurity and we go now and tell people we just do it better. Uh, we focus on what SOC need from SIM, we call ourselves the SOC platform because we're purposely built for the SOC, unlike SIM that is built for a generic use case. But the this Sims themselves, The SIMs themselves had to reinvent themselves sure. several times because... They still do. Yeah, because they started off as the tool that gets the logs out of the firewalls to make sure that the security people don't need to talk to the networking people yeah. and it, have it, shifted it, a million times since then. that and then additional capabilities that yep. grew over time. So, yes, it was hard. I, we even had teams that were called XDR team. So now yep. it's like the identity got lost. And I think it took them more than a year to let go of the name. And we're like... This name doesn't mean anything. So, like, if you really want to keep on calling yourself that way, it people like keeping that. They, they kind of like it's the identity and letting go what you're doing and shifting to something else is like giving away part of your identity. Yeah, Team the, is uh, that's what I see. I mean, I you know me. I, I mean, I can let go things and shift in a second. Like, that's my favorite. You would let go of the kids if it was up to you. The kids I like, but like... Sort of. My idea of instead of doing spring cleaning, my ideal world would be I just move out to a new construction house every two years. I don't need to clean. I'm like, I throw away everything and start from scratch. Like, that's my dream. Yes. Like, yes. If, if I could afford a new house every two years... Damn, I would do it. Yeah, it's, Can uh, I, I, yeah, I no. want to do it now. No, no. If there I, is a new construction coming up at the end of the street. I like, know. I want to get it. No, no, no. I, I, I hate so staying in the same place. It's I know. like you need to remodel, clean up, do those things. I hate it. it it's 
I, I love change. I love change in software. I hate change in life. I don't. I. I. For me, replacing a car is hard. Change is amazing. I hate staying in place. Like I feel dead. Yeah, my dad Inside. used to replace cars when We've whenever been the asteroids. We've been in place for eleven years. Let's move. Okay, <laughs> vote. <laughs> if somebody wants to donate something to help me move. Please. <laughs> I know exactly my path to the green line. I know my path exactly. That's I what I'm saying. End of the street. The path is still the same. Yeah, new clo- construction. Closer to Route 9. Too much noise. It's fine. <laughs> new construction. They'll have like double glazed uh, yeah. whatever uh, windows. Yes. Uh, so before we buy new real estate, I do think that what Lital and I kind of uh, exemplified here is the flexibility for change. And this is something that you need to hire for. And... When I hire in startups for sure every right? everywhere, everywhere everywhere because people need to be ready for change change is inevitable you can have slower change well you used to have slower change in other places but even now as you said with the Procter and Gamble and other places there is the requirement to do speed of business and we we started off our example with major league baseball every single pitcher complains now about the pitch clock but nobody will reverse it back because it's the, done it's it's not only done viewership is up the numbers are in this is a business and you can either adapt or find another business to be in because when the numbers are up it doesn't matter if you don't like the idea you do like the idea if you see that the numbers are up it means that the change is is there for stay, to stay. But it takes a little bit of a while, right? You need to be patient to get the numbers. Not everywhere the proof is immediate. So you need to have this general I, I, advocacy that, like, yes, it's a, t- it's a tough change. We need to do it before you actually get the reward of seeing the numbers go up. So the, the, this is, you need to think of how you measure the numbers. And also there's, a, there's two types of change. There's a change that has to come because, well, baseball, it was easy to measure because the numbers were going down very, very fast. And you could see the numbers changing towards an upwards trend. But in your world, in marketing, when you change a message and engineering has not changed yet and things have not changed yet, it, it will take a while for the, the ship to, to move. Yep. So unless you're already in the downward spiral... That's where it's really hard. And the thing that is even worse is the guys in Netflix were saying that let's assume that you're on a, an upward trajectory that looks really, really good, but you still need to pivot because the, the angle needs to maintain the high growth. So you went from double-digit growth to single-digit growth. Tampering with that, people have very little guts to do. Same goes to our friends in Peloton, that until they actually had a s- serious decline, they were not willing to, to address that. And, as you, and there are what is called micro signs that, that, that where the change has to happen for. And this is where being a numbers person really helps you to embrace the change. I think that it's a mix. Sometimes it's the numbers. Sometimes some people have a good gut feeling. And it's, it's just hard to convince yourself that, yeah, we need to actually do it and to have the courage to bring all the people with you. It, it's hard because you always, if I'm the CEO, I'm like, what if I'm wrong? Like, I'm turning this company around. What if I'm wrong? 
So I mean, I'll give you an example of the big what risk. the the big risk big success. What was Apple's most successful product early when we got married? The whatever it was called, the colorful iBook. Whatever. No, it was the iPod. The iPod already, yes. It was, and then they came out with it. It was the iPod mini. And, and Steve Jobs killed the iPod mini. The, he killed that? They had a shuffle. No. They, they had a few. I don't know. I don't remember. The, they, uh, he moved from the disk drive towards the flash storage. Right. And, that was, and he killed the existing product to move to the... iPod Nano or something like that from the mini to the nano and everybody well, was everybody was yelling about this and he turned his most successful product into some a product that basically led towards the phone and he knew that that needed to happen yeah but everybody always gives steep jobs he, he is unique he could drive he could drive those hard decisions and not listen to anyone so I wish all of us were but he's very unique example of like being able to drive multiple multiple pivots in one company over a long period of a time. long period of time including the Pixar stories there's so many different stories about it so yeah definitely an example but not the typical CEO example yep yeah I'm cool. So tips uh, for somebody going through that tips for somebody going, going through, through a, p- a pivot before we so finish this episode. So you mentioned identifying people that identify with the previous aspect and have the hard conversations with them before the pivot. So identify buy who, in, get buy in, get buy in, identify who is, who is the most entrenched with the previous model of the work. Mm hmm. And, and have a discussion with them ahead of time and assess this. Also, the best, best, best strategy is hire right to begin with for people that are like you. They want to move every three months and say, okay, the old strategy is dead. Let's, let's move. So hire right and have the right conversations and understand. And don't be afraid to let go of people because unfortunately... Some people will never be able to accept the change, and if they're not, sometimes they'll be in the way. The one tip I want to give leaders in companies going through that is even after you think the pivot is successfully done, we moved, we shifted, you will be surprised what percentage of your team still have changed. some lingering aspects of the previous identity. Yeah, whatever it is, some things, either because of confusion, some things you didn't think of changing that needs to be changed. So this shift is not done when you think it's done. It's done when everybody shifted, when every aspect shifted, and, and it's surprisingly lingering in different parts. So... plan for check-ins for those kind of like conversations for reviewing processes reviewing documentation reviewing the small things how people call things how the lingo uh, is being used listen um, to calls listen to customer calls listen to customer calls you might seem that some of your sellers are still selling the old product you will be surprised to see that some people have old slides from your 
old look and feel that doesn't fit with your current new fresh branding, still using your old logo, still naming products that doesn't exist anymore. Your engineers calling things the way they used to call them and didn't shift. Some people still... Yep. You may have shifted to SaaS and cloud. You were on-prem and people are still kind of like thinking processes the way they thought about them when you actually went to customer site and supported it. So think about all those places and make sure you treat them because I found that those small things are the most harmful. Uh, it's kind of like it, it goes and bites you when you're least expecting it. So unfortunately, a pivot is not over before it's actually over. And sometimes it's, it's never over forever. And then you pivot for your next thing or yep. you add more products to your portfolio. Things become more complex in life. That's yep. reality. Get ready to shift. And I want a new home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with that, let's finish this one. Yes, I do want to extend my thanks to the Bruins for an amazing, amazing season. Everybody's, no not, everybody's on their case and everybody has something bad to say. I have to say we thank you for... We admire the Panthers for what they're doing. The for Leafs, them. especially killing the Leafs. Yeah, so thanks everyone. This is the Didi and Lital show. We are here weekly. Listen, rate us wherever you get your podcast. If you want to be on the show, reach out to Didi or to myself. Have a great week. See you next week. Thank you.